It is September 24th, 2018. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Matt Morgan. Raj Geary was actually at Raw tonight. We're going to talk about Monday Night Raw. Matt, what did you think of the show? I thought the best part was when Raj Geary stood up and pulled his shirt off and said, Matt Morgan rolls. Did you see that part? <laughs> I did not see that part. Oh, damn. I was looking for him in the crowd. I was trying to figure out where he was. Raj is too cool. You know he's too cool to like have a sign or stand up and cheer. I don't think he'd go crazy at a show. I don't think he would suspend his disbelief and be a wrestling fan. Oh, that's got to happen, though, sometimes. I would hope it would happen. I think it would. If for Raj, for that to happen, bro, I think it would have to be like back in the day like when you were first finding out like who's going to be jumping at WCW, and he was right. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I could see that, but like nowadays, not so much. Right? Yeah, well, I don't think there was anything tonight really worth marking out for. You no, know? but I will say this. I got, I'm always on him, like white on rice, but I got to give him credit. Is, uh, uh, what's his old um, – god dang it. Um, Constable Corbin. Yes. He's getting really damn good in that ring, man. Yeah, and I think the character's starting to gel. So we opened up with him backstage, him getting a talking to from Triple H and Steph about him uh, keeping things in line on Monday Night Raw in his role as Constable. And the Shield is running wild, setting up a main event for the Shield against Baron Corbin and two mystery partners of his choosing. Um, then we went to the ring where the Shield were there and talking about you know the titles they have, the match at the WWE Super Showdown coming up in Australia. And... Uh, you know, taunting Braun Strowman, Dolph, and Drew McIntyre, really setting that up. How, how's this feud working for you at this point between them? We're like a month into this now, right? I like it. I do. I, I do. I think uh, it's definitely all three Shield members at their best, I think. Um, I, I do. I, I think they're at their best when all three are together. Yeah, and they teased tonight pretty heavily this idea of Dean Ambrose turning. Yes, I they mean, did. What, what did you think – of that and how they played it tonight. Did they go too far, not far enough? No, I, I think they did well with it because these guys, remember the size of the egos they must have. All three of these guys are former world champions and a current champion. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like they should have massive egos, not dicky kind of egos, but just egos of I'm the man of this group kind of ego. Um, and there should be that natural, um, I don't know, like, like dissension. Like, I don't need you guys. I've already proven I didn't need you guys. You know, I've, won, I've gone out and won the title by myself without you guys. Yeah. Um, so it does make sense. Um, the way it ended at the show was pretty cool. The Tonight Show, the way it ended was cool, too, I thought. And just to, to have, look, to, to excuse for all six of these guys to continue working for me is good. Yeah. Because ultimately, you know, my goal is. My goal is to keep building. Uh, um, what's his name? Come on. What's wrong with me? Not Dolph. Drew. Drew. Yeah. So, that's what I'm looking to shine the most coming out of this entire angle. Yeah. I mean, they're going to keep this going for the foreseeable future, it looks like. I mean, they're advertising a lot of uh, matches with the three of these guys going against each other. And I'm getting confused by all the shows. Uh, uh, <laughs> I am, Glenn. No, I feel you. Right? So we got Super Showdown coming up a week from this Saturday. We've got Evolution. That one's easy to remember because it's all women. All girl, yep. Then we've got the All Men Show, the Crown Jewel, that's going to be in Saudi Arabia in early November, and then Survivor Series. Uh, traditionally, I think it's the third week of November, the weekend before Thanksgiving. Are they actually building it like an All Men Show? Do they call it that? No, but I mean that's remember uh, after yeah. because the thing with the women, they were saying, yeah. oh, they need to do an All Women's Pay Per View. So what great timing that a week later it really is. Yeah, and it gives them that out of why we're women wrestling. Yeah. 
And honestly, even people like myself that gave them an enormous amount of shit for that last time, like we made our point, they're going to keep doing it. I I don't think it's going to be as controversial this time because what else is there to say? And the women are getting the Evolution pay-per-view shortly before that. Yeah. And what do you, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it is what it is. Uh, Finn Balor versus Jinder Mahal. Finn coming out with Bailey. Jinder coming out with Alicia Fox and Sunil Mm. Singh. So they're really putting the Mixed Match Challenge more into the regular programming. Did you watch Mixed Match Challenge last week on Facebook? No. No. Okay. And I never will. Um, <laughs> no, it's too cartoony for me. I don't have the time to begin with. That's the real truth. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't. I don't have the time to catch Raw, honestly. So it's tough, man. I just – I think it's too cartoony. It's too cheesy for me. I know sometimes certain, certain connections work and they're entertaining, but – I don't have the time to get, even get it, give it a chance. It's kind of like 205 Live. I'm sure there's some really good wrestling going on at 205 Live. It's not enough to pull me in, though. It's not enough for me to, like, put my son down from from slamming him all over the bed and wrestling with him for about an hour. Like, it's not. Yeah. No, I feel you. Um, it was a bit more of a pain to get through because they've expanded it. Last year or earlier this year was 15 minutes. Now Mixed Match Challenge is half an hour. Um, and That was only 15 minutes? Uh, last yeah, earlier this year it was for like fifteen minute oh. matches. Now they're doing two matches per episode, so it's half an hour. They're making it more like a show as opposed to just a bonus feature. So I mean, you got a taste of it tonight, right? Finn and ba- uh, Bailey coming out hugging. Uh, you know, they were talking on commentary about it's you know their horrible. team B and B, and Alicia Fox, and they were doing uh, some shtick together. It was what it was. Finn got the win. Um, I it's wish a, it's annoying. It's yeah. annoying. It's it, it, it's childish almost, I want to say. Like, they act like little kids. It's 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 corny. Yeah. Although I like some of the, the talk during the matches. I do like that it is more like those dark cow show matches where they're clearly having fun doing it. That's kind of cool to see. Yeah. And you will get some moments out of that when wrestlers are, have their air let down and they're trying things because they're having fun. You will get some magic every once in a while out of that. You will. Yeah, but yeah, half an hour is a lot to sit through to sift uh, for the magic. Um, so Finn got the win tonight. I wish him and Bailey were doing anything else than this. Me too. But yeah, this is where they're at. Uh, okay, this is the most talked about match of the night. Natalia and the Bella Twins versus the Riot Squad. Mm-hmm. So the reason this match was talked about, one, actually I thought it was a pretty good match. Uh, there was a lot of back and forth. The triple suplex was cool, but... Brie Bella was doing the uh, yes kicks on Liv Morgan and on the last two connected right with Liv's head. Uh, she may have been concussed and they said they took her to the back uh, to be seen by a doctor, but I guess she was off to the side of the stage. People saw that she was being treated by Dr. Armand right there. Um, and everyone on Twitter was going on about, you know, again, this idea is Brie unsafe or not skilled enough to, to be doing these matches with the uh, tried and true women that have come up in the NXT school of wrestling as opposed to when the Bellas rose through the ranks in the so WWE. What, what the Bellas can't keep up with them? They're not good enough? Well, you know, Nikki doesn't get as much of this crap, but with Brie, remember a couple weeks ago, the suicide dive botch that everyone was showing us the two suicide dives? I mean, I think that online, for whatever reason, Brie has been getting a lot of shit about her uh-huh. in-ring work. Oh, yeah, I just didn't understand what the connection was that the other chick, the other girls were NXT wrestlers. I don't understand the connection. Well, I think I think it's okay. So some of this is speculation, but right, think right, about right. think about where the Bellas were, what developmental for women was like 
when the oh, Bellas yeah. came up. Yeah, yeah, but here's the difference. Those two yeah. have already, I'm not fans of the Bellas. I don't like them on my TV screen. That said, they've definitely improved immensely. But not just yeah. the two the, the, the two chicks that modeled back in the day. They put in a lot of time to improve. Um, in fact, Brie was the better of the two, I thought, for a while there. For quite a while there. Um, where she was doing the yes kicks every match. And, and while uh, Nikki was hurt. Yeah. And uh, she improved. And so it's just, here's what I think. I think it's ring rust. I think she's not working out. I may be wrong. But that, that's the only thing I can attribute that to. I'm, think, I'm trying to think if I had to go back in the ring, you bet your, you know, you know what, I'd be in some indie school down the streets, you know, garage ring or whatever, working off the kinks and getting my wind back up and getting all my timing back before I'd ever get into a ring again. And I just have a feeling that she's not doing that. That's the only yeah. thing I can come up with as to why she's not being safe because this was never an issue before. Yeah. Well, and I think a part of it's also chemistry, right? I mean, WWE at their house shows well, typically does one, maybe two women's matches on the card, lots of six women tags. These women yeah, but, are working together. True, but going kicks or yeah. kicks. You just sit there and you give them your chest. It's not brain surgery. To, to, yeah. to, you should not be missing that. The only yeah. time you're missing that is because you're either way too confident out there and you're letting it fly too much. Yeah. Trying to get the best of you, which I don't think is a situation with her, or you're, you're off. Your timing is off. Yeah. And I've watched the video and I'm not assigning blame necessarily. I don't know if Liv leaned when she should have leaned back. I don't know exactly what happened, but on Twitter, Oh my God. I mean, Twitter sure. has had right. it out for Brie, uh, this entire run. It seems I'm like surprised to hear that because it's Daniel Bryan's wife. I'm actually surprised to hear that. Yeah. I, I figured Nikki would be the one to get it because it's Cena's. But Nikki wasn't getting crap when she was solo. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. Nikki on her own, it seemed like, was welcomed and taken fairly, fairly seriously. But when it's, quote, unquote, the Bella Twins, that just conjures up memories for people. I just, you know, again, it's Daniel Bryan's wife. Like, that's the internet's, like, wet dream. They love Daniel Bryan. Yeah. So, so one, I just thought through association, she'd get more over because of it. I know it sounds silly, but I thought she would... Like, you watch the show every once in a while. Between the two of them, Bree's the one who's more of a student of the game. That's why I'm surprised this is happening. You know what it's like? It's like uh, Kurt Cobain and Courtney Love. Exactly. Yeah. You know? People uh, sometimes have a bias for whatever reason. Maybe they don't think Bree is good enough for Daniel Bryan. Uh, I don't know. But uh, this match, they carried it through three on two. The Riot Squad won. Uh, right, uh, right kick to Natalia Ruby covered her for the pin, and we are building up to the Bell Twins Ronda Rousey versus the Riot Squad at the Super Showdown. Ronda Rousey was not there tonight. Super is this isn't the women's show they're building to? Uh, no, this is going to be the three on three at the Super Showdown for Evolution. They have not announced it yet, but I believe the speculation is still there will be a turn and it will be Nikki Bella versus yeah. Ronda Rousey. Okay, which I still don't know how they're going to make Who that. Cares? Yeah, I'd rather see Natalia versus Ronda something. Um, nobody believes there's nobody believes fans. Nobody. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did a very good segment tonight for Connor's Cure. Talked about their partnership with Hyundai. Um, yeah. Triple H. It's always weird seeing Triple H and Steph go from being such natural baby faces when they're talking about charitable initiatives to them being assholes backstage. It is. It's weird. <laughs> It is what it is, but uh, no, I think with Connor's Cure, it's really great what they're doing uh, with that yeah. partnership. Uh, then they had these segments backstage. Dolph Ziggler trying to sway Dean Ambrose, lure him to the dark side. 
<laughs> what, what did you think of that? I kind of like Dolph was telling some truth and telling his story compared to Dean's. Yes, Dolph at his finest, right? Like yeah. this is this is what he brings to that group. Remember, we were talking about how like they had all three of them out there for the first time when they had, and they have uh, Braun out there talking way too much, using way too many words to explain why he's now aligning with these other two gentlemen, and. Uh, then Drew cuts a pretty decent promo. And then Dolph with his high-pitched voice, it just killed the entire promo. So I'm glad to see he's like found they found it for him as far as like the, the, which is you wouldn't think would be brain surgery. Dolph's not a bad promo. He's a pretty good promo, actually. By all accounts, he's not bad. I think when he's being genuine, um, his last big face run, right? Right before they brought the spirit squad back. I thought that was fantastic. Like when Dolph's being real, when I'm hundred percent. Yeah, when he but when he's specifically talking about how good he is, mm-hmm. every one of us do that. But it's different when he does it because I believe he believes it, and it's just different. It's very Shawn Michaels esque when he starts talking about himself being the best at what he does, and I believe he believes that. And it never came across as heelish to me. I'm like, yeah, he kind of is the best, you know, worker <laughs> in the ring, you know, as a heel. You know, I, I just agree with him. But uh, this was great. This was a good use of him tonight. I thought, yeah. That was cool. Um, then, okay, I forgot this was a thing till I saw it tonight because I, I missed last week. I had some civic engagement I had to participate in. Uh, but Chad Cable and Bobby Roode are still happening. How's this wearing on you, Matt? Well, does he still mind? Oh, no, does he like the way he uses the spotlight or whatever it's called? Is, is that how Chad? That's how you started tagging with him? Yeah, like, it's horrible. It's just rotten. It's rotten. Bobby's going to turn on him, right? And just be, I mean, because Chad's like really obnoxious. Like, I don't even know if it's enough anymore. I just don't think it's even <laughs> enough. As much as we want Bobby to turn, they're just, they're just killing the kid. I don't get it. We're Triple H. Where are you? Stand up for your freaking boy here. Just come on. This guy has got money written all over him. Yeah. Get him out of this crap and just tell the old man, turn the kid heel already. And make he'll, he'll make you money. Yeah, but tonight instead we get uh, Connor from the Ascension getting a win over Chad Gable. This is ridiculous. Although I, this is a horrible thing to say. I'm friends with Connor. Horrible thing to say about a friend. Um, but that's such a mean thing to say. Um, it really is. But, but we're we're talking about the show itself and within the context of the show. Connor and the tag team are not meant to mean anything. Yeah, unfortunately, it's not their doing. Of course. You know? I like, yeah. I mean. You can okay, Glenn. You can subscribe to the theory of hey, you never know what's going to happen in WWE. Anybody can win on any given night, and that makes sense. Yeah, I can see that. For that, that's cool. But come on, yeah. This this is not just a, the, the proverbial burial. You know what I mean? This was like somebody backed in the damn backhoe and buried somebody. This is brutal. Yeah. I mean, Corey Graves, did you uh, notice when he was sort of reaching on commentary? The Ascension were a dominant tag team in NXT, but on the main roster, they never really found their footing. Yeah, I mean, you gotta. I'm glad somebody talks about it, though. I know maybe you shouldn't be talking about lowlights, but we're all thinking it. Right? Yeah. You can't get around it. Yeah, I mean, it's tough, man. So I'm thinking next week something happens. Bobby Roode, maybe at the Super Showdown on the pre-show, Bobby Roode turns. I don't know. I something hope. I anything hope. yeah i don't even know what what was it okay so according to the recap connor hit a modified gut wrench power bomb for the pin on chad right. gable if connor has a finishing move i don't know the name of it that's how long it's been since connor's won something in the wwe 
and I'm pretty sure it was a tag team combo finisher that they had. Yeah. That, yeah. It's like Kurt Hawkins. Does Kurt Hawkins even have a finisher? No, but Kurt Hawkins I, it was on WWE Network. He has his own little uh, thing I saw. I heard that was really good, actually. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Show him as a little kid, you know, in the crowd and stuff, like over the year, like like a shoot mark being in the audience, little boy. That's cool. We can all relate to that. I'm telling you, he's going to be the only guy that retires and goes out with a win, and that's going to break his streak, and then we'll never see him in the WWE again. Because <laughs> the gimmick will be over. It will uh, be. Yeah. Uh, so after that, we had Charlie Caruso talking to Triple H and Stephanie McMahon backstage and asked Triple H about The Undertaker. So I, the, I like that when he said the end is near for The Undertaker, but I loved when he said if The Undertaker is talking about taking his soul, Triple H sold that a long time ago. Oh, pretty good. Yeah, that was fantastic. Um, so they announced last week, I did miss this, it's going to be Triple H – and uh, Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Michaels in his corner. Yeah, and versus The Undertaker with Kane in, Kane his, in corner. his corner. Yeah. yeah. I thought that would move up a little bit, actually. I thought that made transition into a tag match. I honestly, I did. Yeah. And uh, Kane is getting uh, 100 grand for Knox County. They're, what do you mean? Uh, they're making a donation. The WWE says it's going to be... Uh, they're, they're, yeah, they're making a donation uh, to... Um, That's it? That's all you're giving them, WWE? Yeah. Come on. His guys, he just won his election. He's a, that's what you're giving him a hundred grand. Come on, you guys. A yeah, hundred thousand dollar donation. Well, I think that's so, you know, Kane doesn't get any crap for uh, now that he's in office for uh, leaving to go wrestle again. Yeah. So give them more. Yeah, I agree. Um, man. So we've got the raw tag team title match tonight. The revival versus Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre again. It was competitive. If the Revival aren't ever going to get this, right. I mean, I don't know. Do you think this is good they're getting these competitive matches, or does it make I Dolphin do. Drew look weaker, though? That could be the argument, but what do you do? Because we keep knocking the tag division, right, and saying there is nobody. Because we, we, what are uh, authors of pain? One of the biggest complaints I had was everyone's like, oh, they're burying them. They're not doing anything. They're talking too much. I'm like, well, what, even if they made them look like monsters, who the hell do they have to work with anyway? There is nobody. The tag division doesn't mean anything because there is no tag teams that anybody cares about. So, enter this. Um, we now, we, we're guaranteed good tag matches. I really believe those two are a legitimate tag team, right? That's very rare in WWE. Yeah. They're always two single guys mishmashed together. These two guys are a legit tag team. And I think it's very believable for them to put steam on them. I absolutely do. Um, because they're tag team specialists. And they now just need to do a better job of that. Of, of saying that like when Arn and Tully would get on like road warrior Hawk, they would be very clear about this is what the difference is between tag team specialists and technicians and, you know, the horseman here, you know what I mean? And then they show them yeah. going town on them, the corner, tagging in and out, tagging in and out, kick, 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 tag out, kick, 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 tag out. You know what I'm talking about? And, and, and make them look like specialists in the process. So it, it, it means more when the other team beats them. Well, how much do you think they can do that with the revival, though? Given that, if, I mean, since the B team are, yeah, I mean, they've been having these, uh, you know, the football pulled away from them at the end. It feels like for three months now, you know. Yeah, no, you're right. It, it, it's, it's, I'm, we're, we're all fans of revival. I think the revival's great. I would, I would like to see the belts on them, but I think it, right now it would hurt Dolph and Drew for them to uh, drop the titles. But I would love to see the tag team it, division on Raw be rebuilt. It, it, 
doubt that out is you have the shield cost them those titles, right? So yeah. now it's believable. They didn't actually beat them for Solid. them. But then here's the issue. Now you have tag team champions that didn't really win those titles. Mm. And these are just tag, again, tag team specialists, right? Like if they're going to win the titles, I'd like to see them go over on somebody with a legitimate pin and they outsmarted somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Roll somebody up, whatever have you. But but that being a tag combination move, something along those lines, they got to make them more special. They don't look special physically. So the announcers have got to do a much better job of turning that dial up on tag team specialists at its finest, that kind of thing. Yeah, and I don't think uh, Drew and Dolph needed those to begin with. I would have liked to have seen the Revival be the ones to take That's them true. on the B-team. I agree with you. I agree with that wholeheartedly, yeah. Right. yeah. And, and just uh, these matches would mean that much more. But then again, the Revival would have to keep winning, right? Because they'd be the champs. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see what happens with all that. Uh, Kevin Owens show tonight with Elias. And talks back about Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush. So Leo, now I missed this last week. Leo is uh, Bobby's hype man. Uh, did you hear the story about that? That apparently Vince, someone showed Vince a promo Leo did for 205 Live on Twitter. No. And Vince was like, let's, let's bring this guy to Raw. No. Yeah, that's the story. So, what was the promo? That was so good. I it would had to have been from a couple months ago, weren't they? Uh, the last time they had the tournament, weren't a lot of the guys doing promos? I wouldn't know. I want yeah, because it's two hundred five live. But um, no, I thought that was cool. I thought that was a cool story because this is what's different now: is you have wrestlers, WWE superstars, who aren't getting TV time, who are taking to Twitter to cut these promos. Now we saw in the case of the Miz, that's why we get the terrible promos with the words on screen, which they're bringing back for this season, the mixed match challenge, but thankfully not the rest. But that's a good show to have it on if there is one. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. But I like this idea that that can get you noticed that they're just not treating that like an alternate reality that yeah. doesn't exist. You know? Yes. Yes. I agree. Yeah. Um, I mean, even Naomi before Naomi and Oscar paired up, Naomi was on Twitter, like playing out this thing. She was tweeting at, uh, you know, like uh, a variety of female talent from Raw. She was tweeting at uh, 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 former uh, partners and people there like, hey, I need backup on SmackDown. Hey, I need backup on SmackDown to like lay the groundwork for when Oscar showed up. Cool. Yeah, it's cool that she did that, right? I mean, you figure if the writers aren't going to build your story, you build your own. Um, so yeah, we got this segment and uh, they're going to be facing off at the Super Showdown. It's going to be Bobby and John Cena versus Elias and KO. Bobby, I don't know what what's going on with Bobby. Um, it's, it's not him. You know, they have not found a way. It's like they don't. They almost don't know him. Yeah, it's what, it's what it feels like. They've not sat down long enough with him and talked to him or understand who he even is. Because here's the problem: on paper, Bobby is what you see them booking him as his former military, all American, all American. To borrow a phrase from Jack, you know, Swagger. You know, <laughs> he really is the all American boy. He is. Top athlete, stud athlete, a million bucks. He's chiseled, all natural. Like he's he's the real deal, right? He's a legit badass too in real life, and he's just not a baby face though. He may look like it, he's just not one. That's not where he's comfortable. Yeah, you know, it's like how do we all know this and they don't, or they that stubborn and arrogant? I don't know. Um, so we that did lead to a match tonight: Elias versus Bobby Lashley. What did you think of the match? I thought it was a good match. You didn't like it? No, that was good. I mean, sometimes though these 
look, when you get to the middle of Raw, you better be bringing it because that's the point when it's like, okay, yeah, what am right. I going to have for dinner? Oh, <laughs> I'm going to go on Twitter. I'm going to, you know, pay a little more attention to other things because it's a three hour show, dude. I mean, oh, you got to right. really keep it entertaining at a certain point. Um, it usually hits a, it usually, there's usually a Seth Rollins match around this point. <laughs> that's where it spikes up, though, the work and the matches. Yeah. It just usually spikes here, or a Finn Balor match. Yeah, and KO, I liked KO and Elias a lot. I thought the match with... Uh, oh, that was really good. We need to talk about that. Yeah, that yeah. segment was very well done. KO is awesome. Absolutely. No, I thought it was fantastic. I love that they're putting him in something with Cena again. Yeah, we'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be cool. I think uh, that match, I think, is uh, the underdog, but the, sort of the sleeper match of uh, the Super Showdown. I think that could end up being... One of the most entertaining matches of the night, if not the best good match call. bell to bell, you know? I think that's a good call. Yeah. And that's good because, I mean, Bobby needs that right now, I think. He needs to be in something it that, could, you know. It could turn gonna, out to go ahead. That's going to. It's going to elevate him a bit more, you know, since on his own, he's not quite getting there. Here's what's going to end up happening, though. Yeah. If it's good, it's going to be entertaining, but in a how show we kind of way out of a few. Sure. Years. So, like, I'm entertained by that when it's done well. You know, and Cena can't do that really well at times. Especially with KO, because I mean, Especially they're just trading Mads. one-liners back and forth, you yes. know? So I was just going to say the same thing. Yeah. yeah. So that would be cool, man. Um, but yeah, so Bobby won this by DQ tonight because Owens interfered and uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, uh, these, these are the matches I don't care about if they end by yep. DQ or whatnot there. It's like, if you, you can go two segments and end by DQ and I'm cool with that. It's when you have the three or four segment match that ends by uh, disqualification. That's when I'm pissed. Um, so after that, we had McIntyre backstage really talking quick, to Seth Rollins. Oh yeah, sorry, I don't mean to slow the show down, but oh, on, explain man. to some of these viewers why the th three segments versus two. Explain to them why that would piss you off more. Well, I feel like if I'm investing a lot of time in the match and it's a big back and forth and a big build. Actually, I'm going to make this comparison because Raj isn't here, Matt. We're going to get a little PG-13 right now. Okay, and Blue Chew is not a sponsor tonight, but I'm still going to do this. Yep. It's kind of like when you're having sort of one of those marathon sessions with your partner and then something happens and you just don't finish. And you're like, yes. oh, let's just go to bed. Yes. That's what a DQ is like after a long match. Your annoying neighbor came over and asked for the damn hammer you borrowed from him. You're like, I got your hammer, buddy. Yes. And then you're like, what? You just, you just, and went everything's to sleep. completely thrown off. You walk back in your room. Yeah, your wife's asleep. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, oh, I'm just going to go read. <laughs> that was awesome yeah but that's what a dq finish is like i mean it's like a it double is. count out it's just it's the the wrestling equivalent of blue balls there and the best and, and, and the best what you're saying glenn is the truth it's you always hear us talk about emotional investment wrestlers talk about it too that's the magic word right so that's yeah. what we, we want as wrestlers to you guys as fans to watch and feel so to go to ask you the viewer to go through three segments and emotionally invest and then don't give it to you and don't give you that finish we're f quote unquote effing you over in my opinion yeah and, and it's lazy at times sometimes it has to be not with this company they do too much and i the fan you the fans I'm not going to give them that time. I'm not going to give them that time of day next time. I'm not going to emotionally invest in a three-segment match. I'm going to say, I can't wait for this to be over. I don't even care what happens. Because I don't trust them anymore. <laughs> That's what yeah. it makes me feel. I'm, like, yeah. I'm going to get so gassed up about this match 
right? And they're going to screw me in the end. So why am I going to mostly invest? Yeah. I'm and that's why Hell in a Cell was the pinnacle of that for me. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That sucks because I thought that was a good pay-per-view, man. I did. I thought that was a pretty good pay-per-view. It was. Yeah. And then when Brock came out, it was like, Matt, that's like your neighbor knocking on the door. And you know, it's someone that you're also into. And they're just going to get involved in what's going on. And then you're like, this is fantastic. It's like Christmas <laughs> and my birthday rolled into one. And then it's like, what? You're leaving? And you're taking my presents? What? Yeah. yeah. It's like, I got nothing. I get, I'm here with nothing. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Dude, you're killing your analogies today. <sighs> It's good. Blue Chew might be the best thing that ever happened to this podcast. <laughs> Kicking up, being able to kick up to that PG-13 level. Um, but yeah, because I've, I've been thinking that for like a year now. I'm like, why does DQ bother me so much? That's why. I'm invested. And then I'm yeah. just, what? It's over? Nothing? Huh. I put well, all this time into this for nothing. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so we saw McIntyre backstage with Seth Rollins. Trying to convince him now, uh, you know, about his role in the thing. Trying to sow dissent within the Shield. Uh, do you think this is just a tease? Or do you think they're actually going to have the Shield break up with one of them turning on each other again? They're going to... I don't know. I don't know how to answer that. Uh, I want to say no, right? Because Roman needs it. Right? Yeah. Like, he needs them right now. You know, he's getting, he's getting pops again, you know? Yeah. Oh, I mean, tonight, seriously, yeah. like, Roman, they all this, did this is helping him. This is they helping all, him a lot. When he got tagged in for the hot tag at the end, they all did it with him before he hit his. The whole yeah. arena did that with him, that roar shit of his, whatever you call it. Yeah. You know? That's yeah. Cool. So, I mean, with this, maybe Dean is the one that turns this time. I don't know. I feel like he's the yeah, he absolutely is. The Shield reunion was so short-lived because of Dean's injury. I think they need to let this play out a bit more, but maybe they don't want to overdo it. So maybe we will see a turn at the Super Showdown. But uh, I'd rather have it be a surprise, not like this. Yeah. It's too oh, with well, a foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so Nia Jax versus Alicia Fox tonight. Nia came out with Ember Moon. Where has uh, she been? Where's Nia been? I think she was injured, I want to say. Okay. Because, like, uh, Ronda... One of my friends who's not really a big fan, like casually will watch it once in a blue. Uh, she was in the gym and she's like, well, hey, I've, I've been really keeping up with wrestling, but like, what the hell happened to Nia Jax? It seems like uh, Ronda Rousey showed up and then they forgot completely about Nia Jax. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of what happened. I didn't know she got hurt. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so Alicia Fox was out there with Mickey James. It's kind of a basic match. You last know. week, last week, I want to make a point. Yeah, please. Um, Alicia Fox. That's watching this because they do watch this. Glenn, not to give you guys a huge egos here, but they, they they do. The wrestlers do. A lot of them WWE. I will say this: Danielle watching, especially younger cats. When you're sitting, when you're asked to be a not a bystander, but come out to the ring and come out to ringside and be in someone's corner, you do not steal that talent spotlight. Hmm. Okay, you'll have your opportunity in that segment. That's why you're out there, where you will have that spotlight. And then, by all means, once it comes your way, you yank it, you steal, and then you shine bigger, brighter than you've ever shined. But until that point, you don't do it. Alicia Fox last week came out and made it. What she was wearing was way too distracting. She was about eight feet tall. She's wearing like white something with a stupid hat. It was so. 
game for me. I kept watching, and I'm, I'm constantly looking under by the ropes during that match. I don't know if you remember. It was so – for some reason, it just kept distracting me, pulling my eye toward her. And you would think, well, right? You start to stand out and make – yes. Not when you're coming out to second someone. You don't do that. That's not the time for it. It's not really professional either. Yeah. I mean, Alicia Fox is definitely not background. I think every week um, that she comes out, she definitely attracts attention. And Glenn, it sucks because I remember being in those positions with Carlito. Yeah. And I'm seven feet tall. Like, how do I, what am I supposed to do? Get on my hands and knees and get all small? <laughs> so I would just be out there in my trunks, you know what I mean? And then I remember telling uh, Stephanie that, you know, Carlito's out in his cabana shirt, whatever you call it, his Aloha shirt. I'm going to stick out more. And this is his match. And I throw like a pay per view t shirt on or something, you know? I'm like, no. <laughs> You're just a big billboard. But that's like board, the board, Matt Morgan. Yeah. Because I'm like, that's like the wrong, like, I was trying to do the right thing for my boy. You know, because that is being a professional. Like, you're not supposed to do – in a perfect – like, they tell you to grab that brass ring, yeah. right? But you do that when it's about you. You don't do it when you're specifically out there to be the garnish to someone else's stake. That makes sense. Um, I mean, she definitely – yeah, yeah, she didn't do it on purpose, by the way. I'm not saying she did. I'm just making a little teaching note for the younger ones watching. Yeah, it's interesting, though. I mean, to see, I think her fashion sense and the way that she dresses so flamboyantly, um, and, I mean, and it fits her character, but that's the thing. It's like, how do you have a character that's over the top and background? You if know? they're full for putting her out there, in my opinion. Yeah. They're, they're not talking to her and say, hey, listen, this is a little bit too much. Which, because it screams star. She screams star to me physically. Well, I think the same thing about Ember Moon. I mean, Ember was out there with Naya, and Ember wasn't in the full gear. She was kind of dressed down tonight, but just Ember's hair and her look alone, like Ember is not backup. Yeah. Okay. You know, there's but just certain like, people. She was like yeah. eight feet tall last week. Yeah. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah, and I did not see that last week, but I'll take your word for it. I mean, some weeks she's uh, fashion forward, I believe, is the, the, the oh, yeah, term. Oh, yeah, she definitely is that. Yeah. <laughs> So this match tonight was kind of uh, not super long. Um, Nia ended up winning with the Samoan drop. Should it was what it was. They should rebuild Nia. I think Nia could be a credible contender uh, to oh, take on Ronda Rousey. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. She's a beast, man. She's improved. You know, her promos, how, how we were singing her praises, me and you, not Raj. Raj was hating on her. Raj hates everything. Me and you were like, like well, seriously, when she was talking about like the during the bully stuff, right? Yeah. Um, she was cutting some pretty damn good promos, man. You know, my, they just reminded me of this. So my favorite YouTube comment ever, and I read the YouTube comments of what we get on the podcast oh, from wow. time to time, and one just said, "Raj Giri is sad man." It's <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. Oh, do you know how quickly he would have fast forwarded you through that? Uh, Blue chew analogy, by the way. Would have given you the <laughs> fake laugh and then immediate uncomfortable Raj laugh. Oh, you're trying to sow some dissent here, like within the shield, man. I uh, am not. I'm just burying while I can. He's not here. <laughs> yeah, uh, I love Raj. He's a lot of fun. Actually, we know it was fun. So you weren't on the last time we did the blue chew ad, where since you weren't here and then went, Raj, you used it. What was your experience? And to watch Raj awkward be like, yes. I used it and well. Yeah, it worked. Uh, <laughs> like, yes. Yes. It was awesome. Uh, exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, no, it was fantastic. Um, so after that, okay, we had The Shield. This was uh, the main event tonight. 
we had the Shield versus Baron Corbin and the Authors of Pain, which I thought was a great pick. Except Drake Maverick walking out there. What did we just talk about? Yeah. Oh, it's like I thought he was there for scale. Like, this is how big these guys are. We're going to put a small guy next to him. Yeah. So look like giants. That's how it's supposed to be. You're absolutely right. But putting up, like, this, just keep him in what he was normally wearing. That was perfect. <laughs> Suit and tie yeah. works. Yeah. He just doesn't look tough. He can look suave. He can look cool. It almost feels like it's a rib. I swear it feels like it's a rib. It does feel like it's a rib, which is unfortunate. Because he's money. Uh, yeah. You don't have to be you don't have to be a monster to make money. That dude's facial expressions, he's a walking cartoon, man. I, I used to I don't know if anybody knows this, but I was I was one of the first ones to start like pushing hard for him at TNA. I was yeah. watching his stuff on YouTube versus Party Marty Skrull at the time. They were they were developing their own angle uh, over in, in the UK. I did an indie show over there and I saw Rockstar Spud perform. I was like, this guy is freaking money and he's hilarious. And um, so I started started uh, getting his YouTube videos, sending them to Terry Taylor. Terry wouldn't watch them. I physically bringing my phone to Terry Taylor. I'm like, watch this. And he's like, no, he's pretty good. He's, he's short. He's like five by five. I was like, Terry, you're missing the whole point. Dude's funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? And once Terry left, and then um, I forget who came in, but then they took a look at him. They brought him in. Nick Aldis pushed hard for him, obviously. Lots of people did, you know. But uh, I would like to say I was one of the first, if not the. And I'm going to take credit for Young Bucks, too. Me and Alex Shelley pushed hard as F to get them that tryout a year in advance. Yeah, it's getting crazy. I mean, some of the guys who are at the top now, I mean, that's what's fascinating about the journey, right, is seeing who was passed over, who was deemed not ready yet. You know, I mean, it's just it's that's what's fascinating about this business. A lot of it's timing. The coolest thing, bro, was they, they, the young boys finally got that, that, that dark. Yeah. And we begged to let it be like uh, Motor City Machine Guns. And it was. And oh my God, they tore the house down. Oh, like, no joke. Nice. No joke. It was a cool, a cool experience. That's probably one of my favorite parts of the business was being able to, like, you know what I mean? Get somebody, you know, move, not moved up, but maybe a tryout or, Something, you know, get, yeah. get a real look and change their, you know, trajectory, potentially change a trajectory. Rockstar spot, no question. I know for a fact I did. And uh, Young awesome. Bucks, definitely I share that with Alex Shelley. No, it's cool, man. That's really cool. Um, thought tonight, yeah, this match. So the Shields, they own this. They were great. Authors of Pain not eaten alive, which was good. They got a chance yeah. to shine. They Baron got a chance to shine. Yeah. You Baron, know. his timing, as I was telling you about earlier, yeah. you could tell he is right now, he's clicking on all cylinders. And I remember this feeling. It doesn't happen often. It happens when it was like, I want to say, like for six months, I did an angle versus Kurt Angle, mm-hmm. right? And uh, I went through Ric Flair. I believe I went through like Nash, Steiner, Booker, all these people, like one on one. Actually, not Booker. He wouldn't do the job to me, actually. Um, <laughs> yeah, how about that? Thanks, yeah. Book. Not, um, but anyways, Mick Foley, and it was to build me up to go through the main event mafia. So what happened was my confidence was like at an all-time high, and I go back and I watch my match versus Kurt at Alpha Glory, and it was that build that got me to that point where everything went off without a hitch. Every single any anyways any movement, there was nothing that was awkward looking with any you know ducking of my clothesline, nothing. And I was watching him tonight. I was like, he's in that zone right now. He's in the main event zone. 
that you just get into as a talent where you're working all these house shows, you're working on top, you feel like you can't do anything wrong, right? And that's when good stuff happens, man. And that deep six he hit tonight, whoo, he has one of the coolest finishers, man. He's one of the coolest finishers. He's not a boring big man in the ring. Like he does that spot where you shoot him into the corner and he, you know, he uh, slides under the bottom, comes back in the ring, and you usually takes your face off with a you know what I'm saying? He does like yeah. a baseball slide on he's at that it's not easy. Um it's athletic. He does some cool moves. It's up to them to get that stupid outfit off of him, and he is made. See, I like this. Uh, I'm coming around on the, the character. Outfit. Well, a little bit on the outfit because you got to remember, dude. We were talking about you know uh, the the gut before, and he was wearing like the vest uh, with spikes on it and stuff, and he had the skullet, as you uh, so uh, affectionately called it. Right, well, why, why couldn't we see the bald head with all the tattoos and stuff? You know, I think it's kind of weird though. Like maybe it'll look cool. I don't know. I think the right outfit. I th I think right now. He's, I like his character right now a lot. I, I think do too. Before it just wasn't clicking. Even I, when, he, when he was on Talking Smack, like I was like, it just wasn't connecting with me. Now I like it. I like his sort of smart ass, chicken ass heel attitude being the guy in power. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And again, his, his, he's a six foot, what, six foot six, six foot seven guy? Yeah, I believe. he's very tall. Right? So his, his work is really improved. Anytime you get a six foot seven guy working in your main event and he can work, that's rare. So take it while you can and get that outfit off him. <laughs> they got to do something. Um, I think. Sleeveless. Uh, can I get sleeveless? Can I get sleeveless? Yeah, that could work. I mean, I like that on Twitter. He has a good sense of humor about himself. He's very yeah, he funny does. on Twitter. Um, that thing you see TGI Friday, send him a bunch of gift certificates <laughs> and like a fake uh, termination letter for st stealing the vest. That was well so, done. I love yeah. that. No, I love when brands pay attention to this stuff. Even when. Gulak was doing the corny ass PowerPoint presentation thing. I love that Microsoft Office was tweeting about Drew Gulak. You know, oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I like I like when uh, businesses get in on it and are marks for the business. You know, and as a who never like accepted, um, Saints, one of my favorite games, the damn game wanted me to game. And I was like, what? what? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you out of nowhere, Wendy's. Wendy's once. I'm just fucking all stopping again. Wendy's telling people how you can still eat clean on the road. Go to Wendy's, get a grilled chicken sandwich, take the bread off. It's grilled chicken. Yeah. And, you know, they they direct message me back and, like, hook me up with, like, free grilled chicken sandwiches. Um, <laughs> Isn't it funny? Okay, because I have this too. Like, I'm pretty sure you make a decent living. I make a decent living. Um, wrestlers make a decent living. But there's something just about free stuff. Oh, it's the best. Yeah. It's like. Better. Oh yeah, like I'm uh, my agency. We uh, might be doing something with an energy drink, and they sent me like three cases. Dude, jackpot! Yeah, remember Balls energy drink from the nineties? Oh yeah, I do. They sell it online. So Balls sent me three cases of Balls, and oh, I was just crazy. like, "This is this is like Christmas and my birthday. It's fantastic." How much caffeine they have in it? Do you know? Uh, it's highly caffeinated stuff. I mean, probably as much as a Red Bull, if not more. Check on that and see if they yeah. and tell me what it is on, and we'll see if they can maybe send me one. Yeah, hey, I, I know some people at balls now. Um, but yeah, there's something about that. And it's funny with wrestlers too, because you just, there's, there's never a stop. You'll yeah. never stop putting your hand out wanting free stuff ever. Hulk Hogan, I love that man. He goes, it's not what you make, it's, it's what you save. And you save. As yeah. 
Yeah, man. Uh, so anyhow, back to tonight's match. Um, Authors of Pain looked good. Corbin looked good. Authors of Pain looked great. Yes, they did. Oh, I was. Uh, were you nervous? I was. I was nervous. Uh, yes. I was, like they were going to get eaten alive. alive. Exactly. But even with Roman, Razor got some back and forth. He did it. His yeah, he threw him into the steps. Yeah, he threw it hard as hell. But he one of them screwed up with a big boot on Roman a little bit. That's a shame, but oh well. Um, not that they're watching the show. I wish they were. So I could. I can't imagine authors being watching the show. But let's just. I wish they were because I tell them to lay that shit in. When you have a main event talent, do not stop working the way you work. I told you guys to be safe, but by the same token, you got to lay your clotheslines in. Did you see the double team they did on the outside where the the low the high low? Where yeah. um, they tripped the dude's feet and the other dude clotheslines the top of him. They did it to Roman and it was so ginger. It was so gingerly done with the clothesline. It, it missed him completely almost. It, it looked horrible. Um, you gotta lay that in. It's okay. Yeah. They're big guys. Roman can take it. Yeah. Um, and then the big thing that happened after Reigns and uh, Corbin took the pin, but Reigns covered him um, after the spear, was they were really teasing was Dean gonna leave with. Actually, which is kind of really stupid Nobody if you think about it. That. Yeah, because why would you leave with the team that just lost? Is that you know? how you took it? I was taking it as, is he going to go back with the other three, actually? Oh, well, I, yeah. I mean, to me, it just seems strange, though. It's kind of like, dude, we've been trying to convince you to join us all night. We totally just got our asses kicked. You want to come to the back with us? Like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like it's just it was that thing, so he Nobody gave it a it. meaningful look and then went in with the shield. They did, you know, the three fists and it, it got a good pop. Sure, absolutely. Um man, so maybe Super Showdown will be the last hurrah. I don't think they're teasing this really? breakup. Well, because okay, think about it this way. At Crown Jewel, it's gonna yeah. be was it gonna be Braun, Brock, and Roman yeah, in a triple threat. Okay, so no shield there, so maybe Dean and Seth will have a tag team title match at Crown Jewel. That could happen. There's always going to be uh, run-ins in that match, but go ahead. Oh, sure. No, I'm saying there could be run-ins, but I'm just trying to think of... Where would happen? Are they going to keep this as the main event match? Because Crown Jewel, dude, that's first week in November. Like, that you know, is... I think they, what they've planned, I, yeah. I don't have any proof of this, is my yeah. two cents, that they're still going to keep the shield as a shield, but then split them up for little things like for him to go wrestle Brock for the title. Okay. He goes and he does that for a couple of weeks. Nothing with him in the shield. Maybe they walk by each other backstage and say, hey, what's up? I don't know. They don't have to actually have segments together. They don't have to be dressed alike. They've done that a few times, actually. I've caught that, where they're wearing different gear yeah. on the same show because they didn't do anything together. But when they do shit stuff together, they're wearing their shield gear. Notice that? Is uh, it a week ago, two weeks ago, maybe I noticed it? It just seems like since Dean has been back, it's been in full shield mode that they've been the main story on Raw. And we talked about this before, but they at, are. The, yeah, and they're at the complete expense of the Intercontinental Championship. Okay, but 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 I think the way they're looking at it, that it, yeah. it is the shield is back. They are on top. But I think that they're also looking at it as there's also a triple prong that each of these guys are, are singularly written for these other storylines. Yeah. Like, like, like running congruently with them still being together as the shield. I don't know how to explain that any other way. Other no, than I, I feel you on it. I think um, if they give Roman the focus of Braun and pair them off again, like Roman and Braun are going to focus on Brock. Right, right. That works. Um, yes. Depends on where they go with it. But yeah. yeah maybe there are two wrestling tags. Yeah. I mean, I we'll know. see. Yeah, or, we'll sing, see. or singles, like you said, Intercontinental being wasted at the moment, right? 
Yeah, I mean, just, and I don't want to say the tag is being wasted, but this is not doing any favors to rebuild their tag division by having. Well, they're credible, aren't they? They're absolutely credible. I just feel that I don't know. I want to see a bit more. I mean, the tag division is kind of deep um, on Raw. They have guys. Last I recall, it's been that long since we've seen the rest of the tag division. Maybe they don't. (laughs) Well, it felt like it for a while, right? I'm probably confusing half the tag teams I think are still on Raw probably moved to SmackDown. SmackDown. But but, I want you to name teams that you care about, that you think that you actually care about. B team does not count. Okay. Come on, we don't care about that. No offense to the guys. Yeah, maybe they, you're right, dude. Make us up thinking about it now. And I'm like, okay, so the revival, yes. Yes. Uh, we got the Ascension. In th- I, I want care- to. I, yeah, I care about them as people. I'll say that. I care how Connor and Victor are doing. How is their day? What do they have going on? Oh, what is it the Ascension? Yeah. Oh, I don't. Sorry. I, I, I... Not even as people? You don't even want to know how Connor's doing these days? Goes to my gym. What a horrible thing to say. <laughs> you should just walk up to him and be like, oh, Connor, I just want you to know. I don't know if you've heard something, but I just want to make it clear. I do not give a shit about you at all. As a human as, being. As a human being, <laughs> as a wrestler, just do not care. Not true. Always is it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I, I actually I, i've said this before i would love to see a wwe network show that this is called catering and it just shows us what's going on in catering during raw with mike canellis and whoever's hanging out back there yeah you know yeah because i like these guys and i know they're yeah. not going to be on tv every week um in something meaningful uh but no we got uh rhino and slater are on no you don't raw. care about them you know by get you know halloween's almost here they're gonna get the comedy gimmick Tag right. match again, I'm sure. Um, yeah, maybe it's depleted now that the leader of worlds are no more. I didn't care about them either. Yeah, and Gals and Anderson are on SmackDown. Okay, oh, I was gonna say I care about those two. Yeah, I care about them, but they're on they're on SmackDown. Maybe 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 one brand should have the tag teams. I think so. You know, I think I do think so. I think it would mean more. Yeah, no, I really, really, really do. I'm with you on that. Um, so, with that in mind, uh, what did you think overall of tonight's Raw? Fans in the, what do you call it? What kind of room? Chat room? Chat room, yes. God, I'm old. I'm 42 years old. I'm acting like I'm 90. <laughs> what, do you, what do you kids call it now? Yeah. Uh, the chat room. Everybody in the chat room, guess my grade right now. But I say it every week. Killer. <laughs> They're, they're like a couple of seconds behind because of the delay, because of uh, okay. technology. Well, C, a big fat C, as usual. Well, there you go. Um, yeah, it kind of dragged a bit tonight. I think uh, they're going to get their groove back after they get done with shows. Super Showdown, I hope. Super I mean, maybe, or all three shows they need to get Well, through. I think it'll be easier after Super Showdown because then they just have to build Evolution and Crown Jewel. We're back to essentially – all the women are going to build towards evolution. So I think the women are going to have a great time on raw. I was just going to say that could change it. That actually could change the complexion of this show. Yeah. It being more exciting actually. Yeah. I mean, except for the fact that Ronda's the champ and I mean, but it makes the other girls have to do stuff. They have to be in angles then, right? And people were saying tonight, speculation is back. Maybe after super showdown, we're going to get the women's tag announcement. So maybe there'll be something new. Ooh, that'd be sweet. They need to have it. Yeah. They need a women's tag belt, man. I, I think I personally think they do it. A lot of people don't think so. I do. I think you're deep enough. Yeah, and it'll, it'll give us stakes for these other matches. So uh, before yes. we wrap, 
Sasha Banks's injury. Uh, Sasha was pulled from the mixed match challenge. They just specified due to injury. They did not say what it was. Sasha. Sasha. Yeah. She was said Liv Morgan. Well, no, Liv Morgan tonight got a concussion potentially, but oh. Sasha is uh, pulled from the mixed match challenge. There's talk she's going to miss Evolution. They have not ah, said what it is. Come on. All we know is she was pulled from the mixed match challenge. She was going to be Bobby Lashley's partner. Now it's going to be Mickey. Ah. Um, We're friends in real life, by the way. The chemistry is going to be funny. Maybe and that'll be Bobby. good. Yeah. That'll be great for Bobby. Yeah, it would. Yeah. Known, her, known her since I've known you know, 2003. <laughs> wow. So it should be funny, actually. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, so we're waiting for specific word on this because I've been searching for it and, uh, yeah, I'm not able to find out any specific details. She was pulled from injury, but everyone is speculating Sasha. Yeah. Nothing, uh, booked in the immediate future, man. It's just this era, this era of wrestling. I mean, do you think it's that injuries? Yeah. Well, do you think it's that we take injuries more seriously now and in the back? It would have been, you know, no question. You, you can't tough through it anymore. Yeah, you can't. Not, not, I'm not even just talking about concussions. I'm talking about any injury now. Like they're on it, like flies on, you know what? And, and they, you know, they they don't let you wrestle. Yeah, you can't tough it out anymore. You know, they they catch something, any wind of any injury, boom, you're pulled. I mean, in the long run, it really is what's best. But I don't know. yeah, so uh, stay tuned to Wrestling Inc. for all the latest news. About Sasha Banks and what's going on with her injury status. Uh, she was in Denver for Raw tonight, but uh, yeah, I was looking online and I'm not seeing any more details about it. So, Matt, what do you want to plug before we take this home here? I usually do my up live broadcast right after this, but I'm going to be doing it tomorrow night. I'm doing a special, a, um, I'm making an in radio show appearance here in Orlando. And we're going to be talking about this new up live streaming service I've been using to talk to fans and things like that. So all the fans, I, get, I pull a lot of fans off this that come over there. And I really do appreciate that. It's really cool, you guys. And uh, it's cool because I'm able to actually, because I don't go in the chat room. So oh, this, I'm able to answer like, all their questions besides the ones I do. I get to answer them one-on-one and just shoot the shit with them and in a different atmosphere, you know. So I'll be on a radio show tomorrow, but I'm going to be streaming on my up live while I'm doing set. 3 p.m. to 8 o'clock tomorrow night. So make sure you come on. You download the Up Live streaming app. It's for free on your phones in the App Store. And then download and then Matt Morgan. It's, uh, I believe it's the Blueprint Matt Morgan. Look that up. You'll see my follow. See my live stream. It's 8 o'clock tomorrow night. Up Live. Awesome, man. Yeah, our fans are incredible. Thank you they so really much. Are. They, they really are. They really are. Supportive are. As hell. I mean, you know, I felt like maybe for the first year we were doing this, I felt like I was a little bit in a, of a bubble maybe and not hearing about it. But it seems like the more time goes on, the more maybe I'm just aware because more people are reaching out to us about this podcast. Um, but it's great. I mean, Dude, you, this I is what makes wrestling fantastic for me. I, I, I love that. Yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 Glenn, in the most random places. I was at our farmer's market, okay, in Longwood. But, six little tiny Longwood. And um, a fan came up to me. I'm thinking he's gonna smack on her and impact. Like I love your work on uh, Wrestling Inc. I listen to your podcast all the time. I was like, that's awesome. Like I'm so excited to hear that, you know. But it's more and more and more and more of that. Lately. Yeah, 
it's very cool. Appreciate everyone for uh, tuning in, especially the live chatters, uh, the hundreds of you that come out each week to watch us do this live, uh, the thousands and tens of thousands who listen to this and watch it after the fact. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Glenn Rubenstein. He is BP Matt Morgan. And until next time, folks, we will see you back here on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.